have courage. And as a writer, courage more than, you know, writing ability, more than, you know, style, more than any of that. I believe that courage is the thing that I feel the most. When I can feel, when I can feel the courage in the words what it took to, to express this thing here. Like, I feel that, like I feel it. So I would tell myself that because I kind of, I want to go there every time. I want to, I want to be afraid. I want to be afraid. And then I want to take that next step past that. Welcome to Darken the Page, a podcast for lovers of writing and the creative process. And now, Here's your host, Dave Buda. Welcome to Darken the Page. Today's episode is with my good friend Obi Okarugo. And Obi and I actually host a podcast together uh, called Dude Panel Radio. So we've spent hours and hours and hours and hours talking to each other. And Obi is also a fantastic writer and really, truly one of the best copywriters I've ever met. And we talk about copywriting, what that is, how he makes his money as a copywriter, why copywriting is so lucrative. We also talk about how writers or people who are good at writing can use their writing skills and get into copywriting and, and start um, you know, making some pretty good money off something they're already skilled and talented at. Um, Obi talks about the four things he does each morning, which he calls the package, which uh, make make a huge difference for him in how he starts his day and talks about other habits and yeah, just general love of writing. I really enjoyed this conversation. It's always a pleasure to talk to Obi and I think you'll enjoy it too. So if you want to see the show notes, visit darkenthepage.com slash zero three zero and be sure to subscribe, rate us on iTunes, send me an email at darkenthepage.com with any feedback. So here is the interview. So I'm here today with my good friend, Obi Okarugo. And I obviously always enjoy talking to Obi. Uh, I've spent probably at this point... Um, 50, 60 hours recording audios with you, right? Would yeah. you say? Yeah, it's a lot of... With yeah. the product and different things. So it's, um, you know, very exciting to talk about writing. And um, you are you are a master copywriter. <laughs> so well, you're, I don't know if I'd call myself a master, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and, uh, but it's fine. You have a lot to say about it, at least. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I'm excited. And you have a, you have a daily writing practice, um, mm-hmm. and and you're a full time getting paid for a writer, which is exciting too. Mm-hmm. So um, so yeah, just tell me a little about what you do as a writer for people who may not be as familiar as I am. Uh, are you asking me? I thought you were going to explain it. <laughs> no, 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 I was hoping you'd explain it. <laughs> you do a, you do a better job of explaining it than me. Uh, so. What I do is I write words that influence action. Uh, basically, my job is to kind of find where the emotion uh, of the person reading is, and and then like amplify it, <laughs> so to speak, until they're 
at a mm. at a point where they 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 want to take action, and the best copywriters are the ones who are able to really get someone to feel uh, deeply to the point where they want to mm-hmm. do something, whether that's buy or click or go here or listen to this or watch this, whatever it is that you want, whether you're trying to get them to uh, to to take action on, the best copywriters can can mm-hmm. make them feel that. So. Now, it's interesting that you could say, I mean, I could talk to 100 writers, and I think we would all agree that the goal of great writing is to get people to feel something, mm-hmm. right? You know, do you feel like that that copywriting is any different in that way, or is it just another medium that, that and we just call copywriting because it has to do with sales and marketing? Well, it actually doesn't have to do just with sales and marketing. It has to do with everything. I mean, there's copy on everything. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's just, it's just. Why do we call it copy? I, I've always I never kind of understood that. Why why the word copy? I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> I have no clue. Okay, but it, it's it it's in our world. It's in everything. It's on everything. <laughs> uh, so it it extends beyond sales and marketing. But as far as your original um, question, I'd say that uh, it's it's only different in the sense that. I'm not actually trying to imp- implant any emotion. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to make you feel something that I want you to feel. In a way, I guess, but really all I'm trying to do is make you feel what you're feeling and really make you feel that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like like really make you feel it and to the point where you're you're so in it, you're so feeling these feelings that you want to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's more like kind of, I think, pointing like a magnifying glass on something that already exists, you know. And, of mm-hmm. course, there's all mm-hmm. kinds of, you know, there's, there is copy that exists that's trying to make you feel a certain thing. Like, uh, I mean, I think anytime a politician speaks, he's speaking from something, some speech written by a master uh, who's in there. They're trying to make you feel something. And so it's very specific, the emotion. But at least in the, in the work that I've been doing, uh, I'm just amplifying feelings. Uh-huh. And how did you get into all this? Um, tell me about your background a little bit. Uh, well, I've been writing since I've since I can remember. Well, some of my first memories of writing are like waking up and using my dad's typewriter and like typing stories about werewolves and and amulets and haunted movie theaters. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so I've always been writing. Uh, <clears throat> when I got into like the the professional world and business world or whatever, I got into marketing, and I think my writing ability just kind of shone, like kind of like just it was my strength. And so uh-huh. uh, I would just do anytime there's anything writing involved, I would like usually I would get that assignment. Like I I worked for a few different marketing companies, and uh, so I would get that assignment, you know, uh, and then. Mm-hmm. I've worked for certain startups and I would write the the materials. I would write the emails and things like that. So it kind of just, I it was kind of just drawn. To, I was kind of, I don't know. Like we kind of just met at a, at a coffee shop one day and they were like, Hey, <laughs> it was like, Hey, would you like to, would you like to like just do this writing thing for real? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that compounds because it's like, if you're the guy who's good at writing, you're going to get all the writing assignments. Yeah. You're going to get all the tasks, you know, and then you get better at writing. And then the guys who don't know anything don't get better. And then you just, one day you're like, wow, I make some pretty good at this. Yeah. It, it, that's kind of how it happened. Like it was a few years ago because I kind of jumped around. Like I was, uh, 
I was a filmmaker for a few years and and then I kind of came back still, into You still are a f- filmmaker, Obi. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It was it was my main source of income for a few years. Okay. Uh, and then as that switched, then I actually when I came back into the states and I started kind of writing again, copywriting. Um, I was kind of at this point where I was like, I didn't really know who, what I was. It was like, what do I? Mm. What am I? What do I call myself when people ask me, <laughs> like, what do you do? And it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what I do. <laughs> I do all kinds of things. <laughs> I create stuff. Uh, and just one day I was just like, I really felt it. I was like, you know, like, you know, I do a lot of different things and I'm really good at a lot of different things. I'm, I'm good at different things. Uh, but like the thing, there's like this like kind of underlying thing and it's always writing. Yeah. You know, like I totally it's, agree it's with always you. writing. Yeah. It comes from writing, you know, even the film stuff, yeah. like it starts with a script. It starts with writing. And it's always it's always been that it's always been that underlying thing, and so I just I kind of realized like you know what I'm a writer, and I just like yeah. I like I think I was like in a grocery store like drinking a kombucha or something, and I was like I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> like Whole Foods, you like <laughs> he's like sips the kombucha, looks around, and goes, everybody, I'm a writer. You don't understand. This is huge. This is amazing. And it's me. Uh, I don't so know. Funny. It's just funny. I I can and I can say that. Since I made that kind of a realization, I wouldn't even call it a decision, but realization, uh, yeah. everything has gotten better as far as work is concerned. Like, I've just been more congruent <clears throat> with who I am. Uh, I've gotten, like, my pay. Like, I've just gotten paid more. Like, I'm making more money. Like, I'm just, like, getting more work. Like, uh, it's just, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh <sighs> yeah. It's just I like totally, I, that that whole story is so uh, you're just speaking to me so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like you kind of just <laughs> it's like you <laughs> you walking around your house and you're always walking around your house and then you kind of go into this room and it's like there's like this this big ass mirror and you're like, "Oh shit, I've never been in this room before." And you <laughs> open the room it's just a mirror. And you're yeah. like, "Oh, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Oh, that guy looks like, oh my God, that is me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, you know, my, the way I told it, and I think I actually told it in the last episode too, with this show is, um, it's sort of like writing's been like the little buddy that's been like hanging out with me my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I now haven't really acknowledged him. Yeah. He's just kind of like this little dude that's always just like hey buddy let's hang out and i'm always you know i'm hanging out with him every once in a while and then and then at the end of it he'll be like i love you and then i'll be like all right whatever see you later (laughs) and then like four months ago i was like oh my god i totally love you like wow this is we've been having this love affair all these years and i've been like kind of ignoring it and i'm sorry (laughs) and you know let's take this let's 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 be for real here let's do a promise ring or something (laughs) that's uh (laughs) yeah no i i I totally totally resonate with that i feel that too uh it's funny what we take for granted you know like i don't know why i'm in a love affair with a small child that's a boy but whatever you know that's (laughs) i don't i won't judge sorry i won't judge (laughs) yeah writing you know i can't help it right is writing is what writing is you know Mm -hmm. you don't get to choose that kind of stuff (laughs) so yeah you know right Um, like i guess i don't think i i chose it <clears throat> it was just something, at least in the beginning, it was something that was just very interesting to me, like being able to express this th- weird thoughts, these sequence of thoughts that I was having in my mind and I can just put it out there and someone else can read it and 
and enjoy it or not enjoy mm-hmm. it, you know? Like, that was just kind of a cool thing. Uh, yeah. It's still cool. It's still cool now, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so I think I would guess that there's there are a lot of writers out there um, who have skills mm-hmm. and have saw marketing and copywriting and gone like, wow, that looks like a pretty solid way to make a few bucks. I feel like I'd be pretty good at that, but I have no idea how to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to those people having experience in this world? Uh, <laughs> uh, would you recommend going into copywriting? <laughs> I'm like, hey, bro, yeah. like, well, that's what I would say. <laughs> I uh, as far as getting into it, like, how would I, how would I get them to to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. The philosophy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I played with this. I, I played with this idea myself for a bit, um, and, but. What would you say? Because I just I know that there's a lot of writers on this like, listening to this right now that are they, they probably would make damn good copywriters if mm. they wanted to be. Yeah. And it might be actually a better option than babysitting their neighbor's kids. Yeah. You know, in terms <laughs> of making money. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What advice would you have for them as well, someone one, who's really been there in that world? For one, I would say that uh, you make damn good money. So if you're as far as like uh, compared to babysitting mm-hmm. your neighbor's kids. Uh, I would say it's it's a home run to go into copywriting for one because it's like it's you can really thrive doing something that you love, which is writing. Because you know, interesting enough, the world that we happen to live in is is you know run by really words. words. Yeah, and if you yeah. can if you can express yourself well that way, then you are so prized. And I don't think you understand how prized this ability is like people value it i think mm-hmm. i think it's just kind of like you said like it's like um <clears throat> this little buddy that you've had all along it's just like your buddy so you don't really think too much about it you know uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hey realize your, <laughs> your buddy is like this rock star you know that everyone loves and stuff it's oh it's just jimmy you know <laughs> and, then, and then one day you're like oh shit jimmy's like jimmy's like the man <laughs> Jimmy can shred, man. Wow. Yeah. We can give Jimmy a guitar and he just go crazy. So that's I would say that for one. Two, uh, I didn't really I didn't realize that in becoming a better copywriter, it has it has improved my writing overall, like by leaps and bounds. Like like mm-hmm. dramatically. And uh I'm so happy. I'm like happy for that, you know, because it's almost mm-hmm. like to be become better, to be able to better express whatever it is that you're working on, uh, whatever copy it is that you're writing, uh, you have to become very clear. You have to kind of remove all the fluff. You have to be very just, it's just, it's very raw. And I, I just mm-hmm. find that that kind of writing is, is just really... That's that's how people feel you, you know, like when you're just raw and they can just feel it. There's no fluff. There's no extra. There's no extra. It's like they can just feel it. And that is really yeah. kind of the essence of what you're doing. And so I think that just just from my work, I've just gotten better as a writer and just more clear, more transparent, more uh, just more raw. And I love that. And so I think that if you're interested in, in becoming better as a writer, then uh, copywriting will definitely help you with that. Nice. Yeah, that's really good. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine in San Diego named Misha, who's an entrepreneur and started a bunch of companies. And he said that 
copywriting is in such demand among a lot of these startups and entrepreneurs that he said that he knows he has friends who have actually like gone out and to and sought out writers um, who have no idea what they're doing with copywriting, but are just good writers that are kind of struggling mm -hmm. and said, Hey, like, you know, I would like, to, I'll train you. Like I'll, I'll train you in sales copy, but cause we, we are so we're short on people that are actually really good writers. Mm -hmm. And so if, if, you know, if you're willing to like, you know, uh, jam with us for a bit, like we'll teach you how to do copywriting so you can work for us. Yeah. I mean that that's happening out there. It's mm -hmm. like it's sort of like like coding or programming. Mm -hmm. Like there's just not enough people to do the amount of jobs out there. So no, it's um, yeah. It, I really like what you said. No, I I mean I I didn't know. <laughs> it's like I didn't realize how in demand it was until I started doing it. Until I started to like really just kind of get into it. It is so it's such a high demand skill. Like I just think every right. everybody needs to. I think everybody needs to know how to do it. Like whether you're an artist or, you know, a business owner or uh, a college student or anything like that. Like you are, it's such a valuable skill that you can use. I use it everywhere. I use it like right now I'm looking for uh, an apartment because I just uh, I moved out of my place in Austin. And so I'm looking for a place yeah. in L.A. And I'm like writing like sometimes I'm writing emails to like owners and landlords and things like that. And I'm like trying to, so they'll ask about yourself and things like that. And you have to like express yourself in this kind of short email. Yeah. And I'm just seeing like all of the stuff that I've learned about how to kind of get in there quick and I kind of like really grab attention immediately and, and how to like make them yeah. like say something that makes them feel me, something, something vulnerable, like all these different things that I'm like using in as I'm like searching for an apartment, you know? So it's just, it's just a really yeah. valuable skill. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing he also said, too, is that people that become really good copywriters are just oftentimes hard to keep around as employees because they start their own businesses mm -hmm. or they become, you know, wildly successful. And it's sort of like this is one of those skills that it's, you know, it, it really propels you. And, and a lot of the a lot of the great, um, you know, entrepreneurs are already good copywriters mm -hmm. like that was part of the training that they needed to get where they needed to go yep. because it, it's one of those things too that's like uh it's so close to the heart of your business that if you're outsourcing it completely you know you might be missing something mm -hmm. yeah 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 i mean you need to know how to express you need to know how to like i think every business owner needs to know some level of it just even if they're not writing their own copy for their business uh they need to just know yeah. at least how it works so when they see it written, if if they're hiring someone else, they know what's good and what's not good. They know if 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 they're they're you know whatever it is that they want to get someone to take action on is actually being uh, worded right, really. You know, yeah. It's just so funny how yeah. the actual words themselves make such a huge difference. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing is realizing that. Wow. As a writer, I've become. A word geek. I mean, yeah. there's no other way to put it. Actually, word, somebody said word nerd. And I thought that word was kind of cool. nerd. Yeah, kind of but, word I, but I've nerd. always been a word nerd, um, though. I don't know about you, but like anytime I hear a word that I find interesting, I like look it up in the dictionary. Yes. And and actually, I'll, I'll add on to that. So, so I'm sort of a word nerd in that department in terms of looking words up. I think that's interesting. But what I find really interesting to me is like is like the opposite of etymology, which is not what words mean in 
history or what they were supposed to mean, but what they actually mean now. Like I'm fascinated with if I walk down the street and I say, hey, are you happy right now? What what do people like? What is actually going on? How are they processing what I'm saying to them? Mm -hmm. Because or like if I say, you know, do you think your 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 brother is successful? Like what what are they actually what are they making that mean? That's the that's the part of word nerding that I get really off on mm. because I'm fascinated with how I'm fascinated with the communication of it. So, you know, trying to trying to kind of uh, test out what I say is what I'm saying, what people are hearing mm. and what am I assuming? You know, it's like if if the word love is is used in a situation where it's very important for me to understand what somebody's saying, I will usually ask them what they mean. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the word love or God yeah. or success or happy, all these things are huge umbrellas. Mm. And underneath that umbrella could be all sorts of different ways that people relate to it. Um, and I actually, I said this to Paula the other day. I said, because she uses the word love a lot in her poetry. I said, I would love to see you actually just replace that word more often. Because when you do replace it, the poetry gets even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I have this secret theory that if that everybody would be a poet if we just if we replaced words like that, especially the word love for mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. Because if you had to explain what you mean by the word love, I mean that is that's a poet that's a poem mm -hmm. right there. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I completely I completely resonate with that. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um so Let's talk about your daily habits and rituals. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I, I really appreciated that book you sent me. So, oh, yeah. Um, what, um, what is your, what is your, what, what do you like in that way? Well, first off, that book, by the way, was like written for me. Uh, quick note, since we referenced it, but didn't mention the name of that book. It's called Daily Rituals. It's by Mason Curry and the link to it is in the show notes. Like it was... Before yeah. the, before I found that, I would pretty much do I, – I could have written that book because I would always go online and, like, anybody that I'm really – that I admire, I would, like, try to find out. Like, more important than anything else, I'm always interested in what – how a person lives, you know? Like, yeah. Like, what did they have for breakfast? <laughs> you know, like, what was their favorite book? Like, you know, like, uh, like just, like, what a time did they wake up in the morning? Like, those things are more interesting to me because I think it tells you more mm -hmm. about – a person than what they've done or totally or what you know, they think yeah or what they think you know it's like if you it's if like, you live with someone you you get mm -hmm. to know them very very well versus mm -hmm. you know you live next door to them and that's oh, like yeah. totally different yep yeah uh so as far as my my morning my rituals uh the morning is the most important time for me like i i kind of consider the morning like sacred it's like mm -hmm. the sacred time uh of each day and uh, so because of that, I wake I wake up pretty early, uh, usually sometime between like 5 and 6.30, probably like 5 and 6. I set my alarm clock for like 4, mm. but I never, I never really wow. wake up at 4. <laughs> it kind of just preps my, my brain for like, okay, he uh, he's going to wake up at some point. But I usually wake up like around 5, 5.30. <laughs> um, okay. And uh, yeah, I... I try to, uh, I kind of have like a few things that uh, getting them all done means that I had like a killer, a killer morning. 
uh, it doesn't always happen, but you know, this is, this is the ideal. And, uh, I like to do morning pages, which I know you're familiar with, mm -hmm. which is essentially stream of consciousness writing, which mm -hmm. to be honest is like, I know I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't believe how, how transformational just that, that practice alone has been for me. It's mm. like, sometimes I'll even do them like right before I write something during the afternoon or something big and I'm feeling a little cluttered. I'll just do like a mm -hmm. page or two and just kind of get the words out and just get words out of the way. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that one's huge. That one's really huge for my writing because I feel like it just, it just kind of <clears throat> removes a lot of the blocks. Do you do that on pen and paper? Oh yeah. 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 For yeah. sure. I think that's important. You know, I tried an exercise once that was kind of fun and similar to morning pages where I used pen and paper and I said, okay, I'm going to set my timer and keep writing for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. That means like literally my hand won't stop moving. Mm -hmm. So even if I have to write, you know, and this is my hand moving because I not sure what I'm going to write next, but I think I might write about something, you know, it's like just to literally can keep pushing things out of my brain. And that was kind of a fun exercise. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a brain dump, you know? Yeah. Like a flush, like yeah. you're like hitting like the flusher. Yeah. And I think it's, I think, I think it, yeah. And I think it, I think it works out those muscles that are the, the connector between your, your mm -hmm. thoughts and your, and your writing. It's like, it's just, it's like flushing that out, like to get, you know, get the, get the flow going. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Okay. So you uh, do that. So do that. Uh, I guess I, just to kind of link a lot of the things I'm going to talk about together is like what I believe is that your ability is there. Like it already exists. All I'm doing, all these practices do is remove the things that are kind of keeping me from expressing myself honestly. <laughs> and that's, you know, some, some emotion I'm feeling, anger from something that happened or uh, stress or worry about something that I'm, you know, like, you know, going through or whatever it is, fear of something, like whatever these things are that kind of keep me from really fully being present and expressing myself clearly. Uh, these exercises kind of help remove. And so morning pages is one. Mm -hmm. Meditation itself, like a sitting meditation, uh, is another. Uh, I try to do that at dawn, like, like as the world is kind of waking up, at least my world, it's like just the most yeah, silent. I was going to say, you know, you know, you know, the world has different, the, the sun <laughs> hits the earth at different times. Right <laughs> my world, at least here right now in LA. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. you know, I'll do that for 30 minutes. Um, uh, run, running is huge. Um, so really exercise in general. Um, Mm -hmm. is is really big for me it just kind of clears me out it, i kind of i call it the equalizer it's like whatever it is that happened before uh afterwards is always different there's like always a noticeable shift in my mood i'm just like nice. more yeah. calm and just more like yeah i just feel good um nice and then the shower clean up and uh sexual energy exercises uh and that's usually just like some some like Taoist yoga pose or like some something else um yeah it's it's 
that's those those kind of like four I would say are like my like like I call it the package. Like nice. doing the package afterwards, I'm just I'm just so present. I'm just so here. I'm just like yeah, it's just yeah, it's just, that's 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 what I've discovered has like really m- makes me very very much myself. Nice. It, it really like I don't know, I'm not sure if you've ever experienced this. I'm sure you might have, but uh that voice in the back of your head, you know, like that mm-hmm. the one that that tells you, that says things, kind of pokes you at times kind of when you're not doing yeah. something they know you could do it's like oh well you're not really uh. <laughs> or oh, yeah, it sounds like that oh my god <laughs> it sounds exactly <laughs> like that <laughs> and uh you know and i've i've at different times and ex- i've had the experiences of like wow these things are transformational for me like these are super important and so because i know that very deeply when i don't do them then i hear that voice and it's like well you know <laughs> and when that voice is, is trying to to have a, a place to speak, then the other words, the words that I really want to come through, don't come through as loudly. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah, just the package just quiets that voice. Yeah, nice, nice. What are some other uh, habits or quirky things that you do? If I was to, like live with you and follow you around for the whole day, what would I notice? <laughs> As far as uh, writing is concerned or just in my life? <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, it's, you know, if it's really good then in your life, but if not, uh, then just writing. <laughs> um, well, I uh, – <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, I paid, So sexual energy for me is really important. It's like a really important thing. I, sexual energy and creative energy are like intertwined. Um, uh-huh. And what I really noticed, I kind of just – another one of those realizations, I noticed – a lot of times when I'm writing, I will, uh, I'll like have my hand on my crotch yeah, and <clears throat> I'll type something and then I'll kind of just like reach down and I'll like grab my dick and I'll like squeeze it nice. and then I'll like get back to writing and whatever and then I'll just go out and kind of like squeeze it again, squeeze it. And I never really noticed why I did that. It's not like I'm like <laughs> arousing my, I'm not like, if there's nothing, I'm not like trying to arouse myself. But in a sense, I, I am a little bit. And I notice I'm like on this like yeah. l- state of semi-arousal <laughs> usually when nice. I'm writing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like in this mild state of arousal. And it was a subconscious thing that I did for the longest time until I really paid attention to it. And I realized it. Uh, I think the reason I'm doing it is to kind of like kind of spark that that sex, that sex, you know, that feeling of sex, that sexual energy yeah. in me. So it's just Prime there. The pump. Yeah, it's like a little pump. Just like a, just a little bit, not so I'm like horny or anything, but I'm just like, <laughs> I'm aroused. I'm, I'm like here. I'm like, I'm like aroused by what I'm doing. Like I'm aroused by my words, by the typing, by the writing, by that, by whatever it is, you know, my feeling, whatever it is I'm expressing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll have like one hand on my, on, you know, the MacBook and the other like in my pants or something. So nice. Nice. Yeah. You become extremely good at typing with one hand. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you said you use you use just a plain text edit thing. Oh, sometimes yeah, too, yeah, right? yeah. So um, I've graduated from Microsoft Word oh. to uh, <laughs> text edit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let's go from like Photoshop to Paint. Yeah, Microsoft Paint or you know MS Paint. And 
Yeah, I do that because um, it's uh, it's simple. There is nothing like when you load it up. It's just the little blank little square box, and it doesn't mm-hmm. really do much. Like you can't really do much yeah. with it, but type. And so it's kind of like this, this the most simplest way to just get in and get out type thing. And I, I just I I value that. You know, like I don't have I'm not sitting here picking fonts or sizes mm. or you know doing anything fancy with this. I'm not trying to. It just loads up. I type and then it's boom. It's like right there. And so then I'll usually yeah. I start there. If I'm typing something, then I'll start there and then I'll take it into wherever it is that I'm. Uh, if it's like a document, then I'll cut and paste it into Word. Or, you know, if it's an email or whatever, um, you know, I'll cut and paste it into the email. But it's just like this. For me, it's like the the digital equivalent of a journal. Because you have a journal and it's just a piece of paper. And you just start writing. There's no lines. There's no whatever. You're just writing. And all you need is the journal itself and like a pen. Yeah. So. I also really enjoy that that text edit program and it's funny because what i've seen over the years is i feel like the developers continually try to make it better like i don't know what it is every time i every time i get like a new computer or i see like they have text edit but it's just like it's got like a few more features and i'm like what are you doing like what the whole point (laughs) of this thing is to not have features but clearly you can't compete with like you know uh like microsoft word i mean why are you even trying like be be the simple no features thing that I want. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and then but then it's like, oh well we can do like rich text. Like I don't want rich text. <laughs> like I want I want like blocky text. I want, you know, so it's just crazy. Yeah, it's so I love how simple it is. Like it doesn't even have a word count on it, you know? Like yeah. it has it's just you just it's just writing. And I don't think I've ever really been through the menus either. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just open it up and just type. So. It's just to be like a thing at the top. If you go click on file, it's like, <laughs> yo, there are no fucking menus here. This is text edit. What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> we'll we'll save it when it's done. All right. Yeah. 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 Uh, simplicity. Uh, would for you me, say? Yeah. I just think simplicity is is. I'm always trying to just get to the the rawness of it. Just kind of strip everything away and just just write. Yeah, Simple City is good. Simple City would be a good domain name or mm, company simple, or something. <laughs> something tells simple me City. someone owns that. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um. Nice. Well. Um. Okay. Here's another, I want to throw another couple questions at you. <clears throat> what is your biggest fear as a writer? Uh, my biggest fear as a writer, well, I mean, my biggest fear as a writer is to be completely naked, you know, uh, that's mm-hmm. really what it is. I, I guess that is sharing these things that I'm, that I'm afraid to, to share. I guess what I'm talking about, when I, when I talk about writing, I'm talking about at least this, my personal writing, cause, uh, uh-huh. my other writing, I don't really have very many fears with it. I don't, I don't know. I guess what I'm writing <clears throat> for a client or if I'm writing for a project or something, there's, it's just, it is what it is. Like it, I, I don't really have any fears about it. Like, I guess maybe, I don't know where that comes from, whether I'm confident of my ability or whatever, but when I really f- feel and I'm like sensing that nervousness and that fear is when I'm writing like a blog or I'm like writing 
uh, even an email that I'm expressing something that either I haven't shared before or something that maybe I'm not proud of or something that just makes me just makes me just puts me out there and super naked, you know? And the weird mm-hmm. thing is that I fear that, but then I also like even though I'm not conscious of it, I kind of want to get there every single time I write, mm-hmm. you know, because when I do have that feeling of, oh, shit, you know, that's when this is that's when it's like you're going to feel it. That's when I know that whoever is reading this is going to feel me because I feel it on that deep level. You know, I'm like, so yeah. like, oh, fuck that. Yeah. I know that they're going to feel that, too. And yeah. so I almost feel as if 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 you if I don't have that kind of feeling, if I don't have that deep, like, oh, I'm like my heart is fluttering as I'm pressing send or publish or enter or whatever, then it's not, it could be good as far as like the words will be pretty or they'll be, it'll be, I don't know, whatever it is that I'm, my goal with it, but it won't have that same emotional weight. And, um, yeah, that it just comes from just being super vulnerable, and yeah, it scares me and excites me at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this idea of there's a shared experience with with the writer and the reader. Mm. <clears throat> so whatever the reader, whatever the writer experiences when they write, the reader is going to experience when they read. Most definitely, and Most it's not definitely. necessarily what the writer is um, wanting to experience or trying to get the reader to experience, but it actually is just like a subconscious thing that's happening. Um, there's that beautiful Robert Frost quote. He says, um, no tears in the reader, no tears in the writer, no surprise in the reader, no no surprise in the writer, no surprise in the reader. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so true. Yeah. No, I love that. Actually, this is my first time hearing it, but it's true. It's true. Like I know, like I don't even have to, there's no like, I wonder if people are gonna respond to this. <laughs> like it's not ever like it's not a yeah. wonder. Like when you write from that place, like I know it's gonna it's gonna do something. I don't know exactly what's gonna happen as a result of this, like when I put it out into the uh-huh. world, but I know it's gonna do something. Because yeah. it did something to me. Yeah. So Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of, who are some of your biggest influences in, in the writing world? Mm. Some books you've, you've loved recently or things, ways you've, people you've modeled yourself after in a sense. Well, I would say that the first, well, I guess the first time as an adult that I re, that I, that I fell in love with writing because I, like I said, I've always, I've been writing since I was a kid and I've always loved writing, but mm-hmm. there was a point when I was older where, I realized how much I love it. It wasn't that same realization of, oh, I'm a writer, but it was just like, oh, I love this. It wasn't the kombucha and whole foods. It wasn't the kombucha and whole foods experience. <laughs> uh, I uh, had, my my sister had given me a book of short stories by Ernest Hemingway. Uh-huh. And uh, I read the first story in that book and it was called The Short Happy Life of Francis McComber. And I was just so enthralled. I was just like, it was, I don't know, I felt something, I felt something. And his writing was so clear, and but yet so expressive. And it was just, I just something about it, I'd never really experienced Ernest Hemingway before, and that was like the first time, and I just loved it. He's, he is by far my favorite writer. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, his rhythm, 
his pacing, his words, his brevity. It's just, I love it. I love everything about how he writes. And uh, I noticed that when I read something from him, he he sparks something in me that wants to create. Like I'll read a sh- I'll read something mm-hmm. he wrote and then I'll just be like, oh, I want to write. Like he'll just like, I'm not sure if you like hear a piece of music and you may want to just sing or play something on a guitar or you watch a movie and you're like, oh, I want to shoot some, I should shoot some video or like something that inspires oh. you to do that. Like Ernest Hemingway does that for me. Um, Emerson, Ralph Waldo Emerson, mm-hmm. he's he's another one of my favorite writers. He, as a writer of nonfiction, I just love how poetic his words are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, of, a lot of poetry in it, and uh, mm-hmm. and I and it's yeah, and it has like this realism in the sense that. I feel like he just feel he just he just has a very strong grasp of what it is to be a human being and what it is to be alive. And so when I read his words, I feel as if I wrote that in a journal. You know? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. oh like that's like that he writes things that I think about all the time and I know that I'm not the only person that that feels that. And so it's like I I kind of see like him and like Thoreau and these guys as like the precursor to blogs and to the stuff that we're doing now, like long mm-hmm. Facebook statuses and stuff like that. Like, like that was what they were doing then. Like this very, just like, this is what I'm experiencing. And this is what I think about the world type, type writing. And I love yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of the old stoic philosophers like Marcus Aurelius, Epictetus, Seneca, I like I like their stuff. I, I, I what I find is that, which is interesting because this happened before I kind of got into copywriting. But I really love this, the writing where it's like brief, <laughs> and it's clear mm-hmm. and it's raw and it's just like it's just it. There's no it's just there. Like you read it and it's like it just oh like it just hits you like like a like a right hook. You know like it's just like boom. It, it, there's just like a, yeah. a power a power in it. You know, like I, I love that, like without all the flowery, you know, excess, it's just boom. And it's just interesting that that is what I've liked kind of as I've grown up and as I've kind of grown up in my in my love of writing. And then it also that's also kind of what I what I do when I'm writing, you know, when I'm when I, especially when I'm copywriting. It's the yeah. same thing. So it's interesting how that kind yeah. of works. Yeah, I, I also share that <clears throat> love of of brevity and and I, I kind of it to me it, the way it feels like when I'm writing it is it's it's like being a sculptor you know it's mm. like it, it, it's because I and I also edit as I write in that way too so I'm 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 just sort of taking this thing and 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 in my mind it's this big idea but I'm I'm just putting I'm just getting it down to whatever feels like it it, it it's just like a not I'll say minimum because that doesn't really cover it but it's like i'm i'm distilling it down and i'm and i'm making it as potent as possible Mm -hmm. yeah you know concentrated about for me yeah very concentrated yeah yeah Yeah. it's like espresso over like a a white chocolate caramel latte yes doused in kombucha or something (laughs) (laughs) no i would never do that um yeah you know i want to say i want to ask you about that too because that's something i noticed in in your writing is that it is relatively brief and yet it's, it's, it's almost, it's, it's really sneaky, especially <laughs> the copywriting that I've, that I've seen you've done. It's, it's so sneaky because it, 
you know, when you think of great copywriting, you think of this like, you know, I don't know, you just think of this grandiose stuff. And Mm -hmm. in yours might be like eight, nine lines, you know, Mm -hmm. all spaced out. Mm -hmm. And but it 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 works. I mean, it works because people a read it Mm -hmm. and B like you, you do make them feel something and you come from this like really genuine place. Um, had that always been the case? Like, how did you kind of arrive at this, this style that doesn't even seem to be like necessarily the norm? Um, but I think it's really effective. Uh, it's been your journey with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I totally, I, I totally get you. And, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I, I love it because I know, I know if I get your emails, I'm, I'm going, I'm not, you're not going to waste my time. <laughs> yeah. you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, you know, it's funny. I think, um, just, it's just, as I've every, as I, every year, my writing becomes more and more potent, I would say, you know, like, yeah. I think like every year that, that I exist on this planet, my, my words become more and more just raw. I, I just raw for me is just like the way the way I kind of see it. It's like, because I, I think back to my old mm-hmm. style of writing, and it was very much it sounded, it was written, you know. And I think I was a good writer, but I was writing like when you read the words, it felt like writing, right? It felt like yeah, it felt like it was very it felt like prose, I guess. It was like a novel or something. It was very. And mm-hmm. then I think, and then which was fine. It worked for me then. Like I, I keep thinking about old essays in high school, and I had like this thing where the first paragraph always had to be like immaculate. I would like spend so, I would put so much effort into these amazing, just epic, like first paragraphs. Uh-huh. And it was like yeah. this, this big and flowery, and like that you could like almost hear the horns in the background and the brass section, and like it was just like this. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think just over time that paragraph became a sentence, you know, Uh and instead of the accompanying horns, you got my heart and it Mm. just became just more raw. It was the same emotion. It was the same emotion being expressed, but it just kind of just pared down over time. And that comes from all kinds of things from just, um, you know, working with other writers uh, from kind of seeing the people that I kind of really admire from uh, from work, from business, like in business writing, uh-huh. you don't want, you're trying to get to the point as, as quickly as possible. You know, yeah. when I would write, you know, B2B business to business emails to people, you know, like I would, <laughs> so the guy, one startup that I worked with, the, the CEO would write these emails and he would write these really long emails and they'd have like seven points in them. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, I'd be like, look, uh, they're only going to get one thing from this. You have seven in, right. in this. So you have to choose which one you want them to get because they're not going to get all of them. Like try writing and try writing right. anything to try writing an email to someone and have seven things in it that you want to be addressed. <laughs> and right. when they reply, see how many have been addressed. Usually it's the first one or the last one <laughs> or the one yeah. that it's, they feel the strongest, you know, but it's never going to be. All I try to them. address the easiest one. Yeah, or the easiest yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just noticed that just from my experience of life, like we as human beings just don't have capacity for all this. Like no one wants to read 
no people don't even like people don't even really want to read they want to feel they don't really want to sit there they don't really want to read just for the sake of reading they want to feel whatever it is that you're trying to express to them and then they want to go on to the next thing and so i've realized that so my goal is to just get in and get out like i don't even i don't want to sit here and like i notice things that i want to read like i'll see an article that I want to read on the internet and I'll open it up and I'll kind of skim yeah. through it and see how long it is. And if it's super long and if the paragraphs are huge block paragraphs and things yeah. like that, then I'll just leave the tab open and then I won't read it, but I'll come back to it. And sometimes yeah. that tab is open it. for a really yeah. long time, you know? And then yeah. later I'll just close it because I never got to it. I'm like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Then, then I don't read it because and I, that's what a lot of people do is like we skim and then we decide and then we either read it or we don't read it. And so yeah. my goal is if I'm creating and my goal is to deliver, then I want what I whatever it is that I deliver to be experienced. It's its goal, its job after it leaves me is to be experienced, is to be mm-hmm. read, is to be mm-hmm. felt. And I want as many people as possible to experience that. And so uh, if that's the case, then I need to deliver it in a way that that people will experience it, like really feel it. And if I like bombard you with all these flowery words and all this extra stuff, the fluff, which could be interesting, but it won't be raw and you won't feel mm-hmm. me and you might lose interest and you might stop halfway or you're way before that. And I don't want that, you know? So I, I just, mm-hmm. I get I get to it. <laughs> I just get yeah. to it, you know? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is the last question here. Um, if you were going to write yourself a note and you could send it back in time to Obi in the past, could be any age, um, what would you write on this note as words of wisdom to yourself as a writer? Um, words of wisdom that you send back and then what point would you send it back to yourself? I would send back a quote from Emerson. It says, God will not have his work made manifest by cowards. And I would send it Mm -hmm. to the earliest version of myself that could read those words. And I would send that because, for one, I don't have anything to say to myself as far as what to do or what to change or what to be or anything like that. Because that version of me kind of led to this right now. And I like I like this right now. Uh, but as far as that quote, for me what it means is, Have courage. And as a writer, courage more than, you know, writing ability, more than, uh, you know, style, more than any of that. I believe that courage is the thing that, that I feel the most. When I can feel, I can feel the courage in the words, you know, like, like, what it took to, to express this thing here. Like I feel that, like I feel it. And so I would tell myself that because 
like I kind of said earlier, it's that I kind of I want to go there every time. I want to I want to be afraid. I want to be afraid, and then I want to take that next step past that. Mm. Because I know that if I do that, then these words will be felt. This thing that I'm writing, this thing that I'm creating, will be felt. It'll do its work in the world. And that comes from that that step past fear. That's... That's what I would tell myself. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, where can people check out some of your work if they want to uh, get in touch with you? Uh, they can go to my website. This is theuberman.com. That's the U-B-E-R-M-A-N.com. That's uh, my blog. Uh they can also, uh, yeah, I guess that's that's probably the most direct direct way to reach me. Nice, yeah, man, such a pleasure as always, and thank you for sharing your your wisdom. Thank you for having me, brother. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to hear more about the in-depth conversation about creativity, that's one of the things I enjoy about Obi and I's conversations. Is we really we have a I think we have a, a in-depth love of this this space where art comes from the last episode with daniel brown episode 29 was one of my favorites and to find that go to darkonthepage.com slash zero two nine also check out dude panel radio which is a podcast that obi and i have been running for about six months and we record uh, a show about love relationships and sex and we actually do it when we answer questions from women about men so we talk about what it's like to be a man and we do that twice a week that's at dudepanel.com or you can go to search dude panel radio on itunes and it will come up so thanks again for listening if you have any feedback send it over my email address is darkenthepage at gmail.com be sure to rate and review us on itunes And be sure to be subscribed for future episodes we post twice a week. So go make your art.